The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. After a serious car accident, people have two questions. Why me and what now? Well, no one knows why you, but I'm Terry Crouppen, and my law firm, Brown & Crouppen, sure can help with the what now. Car repairs, medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering. We're Brown & Crouppen, and we've got all those answers. All you have to do is call. 222-2222. Rise and shine, St. Louis. It's the Ryan Kelly Morning After on KPNTFM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. At the Morning After STL on YouTube and on TMASTL.com. With Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson. 707 in St. Louis, you're listening to the Ryan Kelly Morning After. Welcome to the Munganass 7 o'clock hour. 7 o'clock hour is brought to you by Munganass, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota. We're in the Michelob Ultra Studios. I am working on my headphones right now. I'm wearing a wardrobe hoodie, though, and I like Are it because really? I feel like a bad boy. Yeah. Makes you feel naughty when you wear it that does. particular hoodie? It does. Are there any clothes other than just the hoodie that make you feel naughty? I have a butt plug that has a ponytail. Oh, <laughs> that's not clothes. That's gear. Yeah, I guess that's more of an accessory. You're right. Text in yours, 314-881-TMA5, EDF group Sorry text inbox. Call in. We want to do phone calls after, who was it? Doug's glue guzzler told DraftKings Cal to F off on the radio. We can't do calls. First of all, we never know when the phone's ringing. Caller Ellen says she calls in, but she's been banished. Yeah. No one will pick up the phone. And then when they get on, they start cursing like a sailor on shore leave. Is that a bad thing that we don't pick up the phone? Well, if we're going to ask for callers, it probably is. Yeah. 708, late again, Strode, I'm blaming you. That's from Harrison's brother, mm. Master. Iggy, why are we late today? I was on time. I was actually in here before the red light went on. Oh. Red light district. That's what they call this, end of the studio. The red light yeah, district. Yeah, I don't know where the hell we're at. Nobody can find us. Well, I don't know. It's our little studio. Yeah, it's our corner right yeah. next to the restroom, mm-hmm. the break room. Right next to the big TV, and nobody can see it. We can't look out the door and grab celebrities. That was probably intentional. What? That could be. They don't have to look at us. Once I grab Nikki Glazer, they said, let's just move these guys yeah, down there around the corner and put that... a door where nobody can see in. Mm-hmm. My crotchless boy shorts make me feel very naughty. That's Eric in the Central West End. Mm-hmm. Like he played uh, Native American ball with his father. He played Indian ball with his dad right there in the, in the Fultz backyard. Speaking of naughty, I had a dream last night that for people that watch the Riz show, they do this thing. I guess if they lose a bet, they got to get shot in the butt with like a some kind of gun. Ah, paintball gun? No, it's it's like shoots a little pellet or something in your butt. This is if you do what? I don't know. They make these bets or something. If they oh. lose the bet, they get shot in the butt. Okay. Um, and they just pull it, pull their pants down to show them like their underwear. Oh. And I had just the top of their underwear, not all the way down. And I had a dream last night that I lost the bet, and I pulled my pants down. I didn't have any underwear on, and I had my bare butt just sitting there. Come on, babe. Put the bat down. That's what it sounds like. It was embarrassing. I just pulled my pants down. Forgot I didn't have any underwear on. I'm just sitting there with my bare butt. Where were you? In the studio. In their studio? Yeah. How long did this dream go? It could be a short one. That was. That's all I remember of it. Yeah. Were you embarrassed? Well, I'm not, but... Sure, everybody in the studio was. Oh. Okay. I don't know. I have these dreams that just mean nothing. They come out of nowhere. Yeah. 
Well, I think we all have those. I've never dreamed of being bare-butted in that studio. So I felt kind of naughty then. Hey, Dad, you're a naughty boy. Okay. Mm. That's a good little story. It was, it was okay. You know, it was a kind of 7 o'clock segment type story just to get warmed up. Palate cleanser? Mm-hmm. 7-11 mm-hmm. a.m. strode flew this show right into the side of a mountain. It's from Joe Boo's rum. Oh, I've told war stories. That one wasn't bad. It was, it was okay. <laughs> we were talking about being naughty. That's... There is nothing. And I mean nothing less interesting than hearing about someone else's dream. It's from the reluctant cock. Talking about somebody else's fantasy team. That's just what I was thinking. Someone goes into exhaustive detail about their fantasy team. That's the worst. Back in my poker days, that was the bad beat story. And then he calls me with Ace King, and I have pocket kings, and an ace comes up on the turn. Oh. Thrilling. What, am I, what, what are you wow, supposed to do with that information? Team. You're supposed to say, oh, man, that's the most remarkable thing I've ever heard. Can you go into more detail? What were you thinking yeah. on the flop? <laughs> Shocker, Iggy dreaming about being on another radio show. That's from Curtis Sanford's Greasy Five Hole. Hmm. You probably just bopped on down there. Oh, I haven't been in another studio in a while. I don't know why that dream just happened. Uh, little Beer Cats uh, says uh, the following. Doug, it looks like he's issued a bit of a manifesto. Yeah, really? Here. A long little uh, text. Uh, morning, boys. Hot topic for you. The boys and I were playing games last night like we normally do, and a conversation came up of how hot a girl would have to be for you and your bro to do her at the same time. Most of them who haven't really heard a program like this and have no curiosity said that they either wouldn't or they'd have to be tens. But I had my, my expectations lower. Thoughts? Thanks. That's from the curious, humble leader of the second generation little beer cats. It sounds like he's asking about us having an MMF. He is. Nice. Good for him. Yeah, well, he's an 18 year old virgin, so. He's an 18 year old virgin? Keep dreaming. How do you There's know? There's a lot of hot broads out there. How do you know of his status? Is that status? Jane the Yeah. <laughs> we haven't heard from her in a while. Janie, where are you? Text her. Call in, big lesbian. <laughs> Okay, I can't text her. I haven't texted her. Oh, they get married. Doug? I think they got married. I, I don't know. I think they were with a child, I actually. It. I just don't know. I'd tell you if I, I knew. I don't care if my daughter ends up gay. Yeah. No one, and I mean no one, asked for the lead to be I dreamed of learned <laughs> shooting me in the ashen ass. That's from Carlos Spicer. Ashen. Here. Well, I don't think anybody ever asked for anything to be brought up. <laughs> I just brought it up. I mean, if somebody's going to, I'm wait for somebody to tell me, Iggy, tell me about some of your dreams, I'd never tell one. Would you describe your bottom as ashen? Ashen? Yeah. No, it's beige. Brown, brown skin, brown skin in the sun. Brown skin, the sun. Used to be, yeah. Tim, your poker example was terrible. No story was more entertaining than pockets folding mm. pocket aces. That's from Michael Frank's love. Mm-hmm. Well, I, 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 may, uh, I may have to agree with that. However, that wasn't necessarily a bad beat story. A bad beat story was you walk down the hallway of what at the time was the Rio. Doug, where's the World Series of Poker played now? I don't have any idea. They're playing on the strip again. Yeah. Is it at Paris? I've think never it been is. inside of Paris. I think it is, actually. Uh, but either way, and, uh, you know, a lot of guys who are having a lot of sex uh, would be sitting there either just knocked out of the tournament or short-stacked and on tilt and uh, and then would be sharing bad beat stories of how they lost their chips. And uh, and that was an example of, uh, like what Doug says, my fantasy team did this. Mm-hmm. 
which you know, yeah. can take Really, seriously, nobody cares. Oh, well, really don't. Well, Even if they're in a fantasy league of their own. But one of the best uh, clips ever on the show is you talking about Adrian Peterson screwing your fantasy team. How about that, Doug? Yeah. Yeah, well, that was that was difficult to get over. And me getting screwed by Joe and our fantasy team. Oh, yeah. That's led to a 10-year feud. Won't die, so... Little Beer Cats, welcome to the try-hard army. Shut it. Oh. That's from Dave, and he's with the cauliflower here. Oh. Sweet, yeah. sweet Kai, now in the inner harbor, says, that kid's a virgin. Mr. Lick says, can we do the game where Tim tells us what he ate on some random day seven years ago? That's from Mr. Oh. Licks. At least he can afford to go out to dinner. You're saying Mr. Licks can't afford to go to dinner? No, he's all talk. And some ramen noodles with 7-Up. Maybe some molasses on a piece of bread. Can you even get molasses anymore? Is, mm, is that question. even in the store? Yeah, I okay. think down in those those hick cities like Gatlinburg and that. It's just kind of, is it like honey? Isn't molasses kind of like honey? Yeah, I think it's more like syrup. Guys, I've got something worse than a poker bad beat story or a fantasy football or baseball story. How about talking on the radio about something you posted on Twitter or Facebook? That's from the reluctant cuck. Mm. Well, if it's an interesting thing you posted. <laughs> I wonder when the last time I posted on Twitter or Facebook. I just retweet what Jackson sends out. Probably a poll or something. Probably the gif of that LSU mom at the White House <laughs> over and over and over again. <laughs> Yeah, I've kind I'm of, a good follow on Twitter. I'm a good follow on Facebook. I've kind of stopped doing the Twitter there. thing, too. I used to check it all the time, see what's going on there. Give my two cents worth. You don't like? Not much anymore. Angry burners? I don't know why uh, I yeah. posted last. Oh, check, Ken, check Kennedy, Kennedy reading that book, and I said, is this a J.O.I.? John F. Kennedy. If you know what a J.O.I. is, it's kind of like what he was reading. Uh, his prediction of Colorado's first two games. You posted 15 hours ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, I forgot I reposted that. <laughs> oh, so well, you have been rather active. Well, there's a, there's this little kid that uh, I guess he he's like, God, he's got to be like four years old, and he's saying BS. He's sitting in his, you know, his little car seat saying BS. Yeah. And this guy, his first two picks, he goes, I'll pick uh, Colorado's uh, win-losses this year in 60 seconds. Going to TCU, that'll be a trouncing 0-1. Nebraska... First-time head coach, Deion Sanders, going against Nebraska. That's a loss. And then they go to the kid going, bull, bull. Watch it. Bull. Mm. Watch it. Mm. And I thought it was funny, so I reposted it. <laughs> nice little repost. Nice repost. For me, it, it just kind of felt like a fad that was fun to do for a couple of years there. And, and then that's that's enough of that. What else is What else is out there? All while, essentially, if you have some semblance of a career, and I'm not sure that we do, Doug. No. Some semblance of a career, you can blow it up with one bad tweet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that your bosses, if you work in the media, want you to be active on social media. I mean, mine always did. Yeah, I don't know how, I guess depending on where you work, how mean they want you to get, or how... Well, not mean. <laughs> they don't want you to be mean. mean. There's a corporate edict. Not mean, but just... Go ballistic on something where you cuss a lot and go off on somebody. No, they definitely don't want that. They just want your presence out. Well, there. I've seen some people who have done that. Because the boss. This is the oh, producer's podcast with Brady Farkas. Oh yeah, yeah Brady yeah. Farkas used to <laughs> oh, blow up all the time. He goes off the rails. Um, but have said something about something they didn't like, and they just started cussing and calling somebody out. 
They've done it a few times, so I guess their bosses don't care. I got a podcast that that's in the top 50 in every country on the planet. Yeah. When you're that popular, you gotta you got to keep posting. <laughs> well, if you're big in Zimbabwe. <laughs> Mr. Licks, why don't you regale us with tales of cleaning up and bussing tables after weddings at Orlando Gardens? That's mm. from the Warson Woods Wacko. Is that what's... Is that what I he does? I, I don't I know. He Someone's dropped off kids at Our Lady of Pillar. Somebody's got to do that. I did that job in college. Great, great college job. Thought me and Kai squashed the beef a while ago. Glad to still, he still cares. Anyways, I get more <laughs> ass than that dork Kai anyway. That's from mm. Little Beer Cats, Doug, who is propositioning us to have an MMF. It sounds that way. Well, after listening to that, you may want to spend more time in school. Nice hole, Kai. <laughs> Guys, Plowsy is killing it today. That's from Chairman mm. Steve in Wildwood. Plowk, I am appreciating the drops. Plowk doesn't even have the mic close to him. He has no Where's interest in talking. Plowsy? He's just firing drops. You got a little headache. and Oh, no. Oh, know, just, no. No, I didn't get that much sleep, so I figured... What, ha- what time did you go to bed, and what time were you stirred from your slumber? I would assume I didn't get much REM sleep, so we went to bed mm. 9.45. Not bad. Turned off the TV about 10.15. Nice. Now I woke up at 2.30. Well, oh, that's too that is rough. To that is not, not a lot of get sleep. back to bed. So I hung out with the dog. Got here at like 4:30, 4:45. Automated like a week and a half. Loaded up some best of. So I was productive. Well, sure you were. I don't feel like giving takes yet. And now you've got dancing fingers with the drops. Dancing finger. I like that. Yeah. Uh, if you want to wear uh, the wonderful wares that we have on TMA, you can, uh, the, such as this war gerbil, which is up for you on youtube.com slash TMASTL. If you're watching the program and interacting in the chat, it's all available for you. 10% off TMASTLshop.com. Hoodies and T-shirts, hoodies and T-shirts. How do you do? Hoodies and T-shirts, war damn gerbil, hoodies and T-shirts, TMASTLshop.com. The 7 o'clock hour presented to you by Munganass, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota. 314-252-0029 is the secret number you can call or text to work with Jamie Burkhardt, Clayton Patterson, and Peter Munganass at Munganass, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota. Iggy, you go out there quite a bit. What do you love about Munganass, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota, Jack? Everything. Wow. You know, as soon as you walk in, you see friendly people. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether I go back in the service department and see Karen... Um, they just, Doug, you've been there, Tim, you've been there. You just pull it back, the door opens up, you pull it in, and there's somebody waiting. And they, what are you doing? I'm getting my brakes done. Okay. And they fill out the thing, give it to me, I go to a cubicle, they take care of it, they take your car, they move it. And you go up in that snack shop there and just... Great little snack bar. Eat what you want, some potato chips, a little soda, just relax. Nice cup of coffee. Sometimes you don't want them to finish up with your car, you just like to sit there and chill out and have some more snacks. Yeah, the snack parlor. Now, it's not probably going to happen to you, but when I take my car and I usually go to lunch with Clayton until my car's done, so I have a nice lunch. I'm not saying Clayton's going to take you to lunch when you go get your car. Who pays for the lunch? Well, Clayton usually does. Oh, for heaven's sakes. Can't you pick it up for him once? No, and then they wash the car. They go right through the car wash. They got their own car wash that comes out spotless. Yeah. And everything is perfect. There you go. It's all at our 7 o'clock hour sponsor, the official automotive provider of TMA and the Tim McKernan Show podcast. Mangana, St. Louis Acura. And Alton Toyota online at stlouisacura.com, altontoyota.com. Wacko, number one, you are below my line. Number two, I don't even know what in Orlando Gardens is. Try again. That's mm. from Mr. Licks. Banquet Center. If headaches mean more droppy and less talky, I'm pro headaches. The drops oh. are fire today. That is from Beer Cats, father of little Beer Cats. He's pro headaches? Yeah. 
I'm not, but I appreciate the, yeah. uh, the compliment there, Theo. I was so upset about Little Piddle saying he watched Peaky Blinders and read a book instead of watching Adam Wainwright win his 200th game. I could not leave a mic drop. Doug needs to hold him accountable. That's from Chairman Steve in mm. Wildwood. Mm. Uh, Doug, do you have a problem with Jackson watching Peaky Blinders? Uh, yeah, I did, because this was a milestone game for Adam Wainwright. And I it's to watch really it. difficult to have someone disrespect him in that fashion. Jackson, you like me. I started watching, and, I, and I'm not going to use subtitles. I couldn't understand a word they said. No, I, I, I pick it up. It's... Some people are tougher to understand than the show. Killian Murphy. He's easy. To, he enunciates really well in it. And, but, like, some people are intentionally. Like, if you have a Cockney accent, it's kind of tough. What's the show about? Uh, like a razor gang in the 1920s. I like that type razor. Of razor gang. What's a razor gang? Kind of like a street gang, like an early post-industrial revolution street gang in England. And they're um, carrying razors? Right after World War One. Yeah, they have razors in their hat. That's what Peaky Blinders means. So peaky the, blinders. The peaky is the hat that they wear, that little, like, uh, it's kind of like a driving cap, kind of like a Sam Sneed cap. Yeah. They call that a peaky, and then blinders because they have razors inside the brim, and they cut your eyes out oh. and mess with them. Mm. Uh, so it's about, and it crosses over a bunch of parts of history. It's really, it's really, really, really good. Yeah. So once Nick Chubb got hurt, I said, all right, well, my fantasy season's over, so I'm going to... Uh, turn on Peaky Blinders. And well, what about Wainwright? Saw that happen. Said, hey, good for Wayno. And then I read my book and went to bed. That was it? That's all you said? Good for Wayno. Do you read Jackie Collins' erotica? <laughs> Not usually. Um, Nancy Drew mysteries? I am reading a mystery, yeah. But not Nancy Drew. Mm. I haven't read a nonfiction book in a while. Right now I'm reading uh, Truman Capote's autobiography. Are you? Okay. <laughs> Well, well interesting guy. Interesting. He was very interesting. Sure yeah. he was, you know. Where was he from? Um, Alabama, right? Yeah, south somewhere. I think it was Alabama or Mississippi. Because he was really close with, uh, who wrote, uh, Kill Mockingbird. Yeah. They were close. They were like, Harper uh, Lee. Harper Lee. Yeah, they were like best friends. Okay. She's the one to talk, talked him into writing the um in cold blood in cold blood yeah philip after, seymour hoffman after breakfast at tiffany's i think he won the academy award for that didn't he i believe so yeah well it sounds like a soon. heck of a book yeah i could have i could have played that part you could not have played <laughs> i don't the know if part. you could have done the voice you're not an actor i wrote the book and I didn't think it was going to become a movie, but Tiffany's was such a big hit for me. I stand, I stand corrected. I take it back. You are quite a thespian. <laughs> then I went to the party with all of my friends. Oh, it was so good. I was holding court. Huh. Yeah, not good. I think it was quite a, quite a fine audition. If they remake the movie, I'm going to suggest you, you get the song. <laughs> Iggy Strode as Truman Capote, mm -hmm. and the winner is. You think you missed your calling? You could have been an actor, big time star, of stage and screen. Yeah, probably. Probably could have. Yeah. Especially with the brown skin glistening in the sun. Don Henley, Boys of Summer. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things I could have done besides this. You'd have been a heartthrob for sure. Was he the first one to go solo from the Eagles? Go. <laughs> I, I don't know. Glenn Fry? I, I just don't know. I'm the Boys worst. Of Summer came out trivia. before the heat is on. Am I right? I it's don't know the years, Tim. 
that if we if you if you bop down to the Casey studio, they give you that answer right away. They would know, sure. That's what they do. I'm not sure AD and uh, Jen would know. And now the um the giant. Doug, what's his, what's the his giant. Nickname? Andre the Giant. No, Correct. his nickname, the new guy. <laughs> the gentle giant. Or the oh. What are you saying right now? <laughs> they have a they have a new third person in Casey now. Oh. And I forgot, he's good friends with Lux, and I forgot what and his, his name is. And his name is The Giant? I would have seen him in the hallway, I think. You probably have, but you didn't know, he, huge? You didn't know who he was. Uh, how big is this giant? I forgot what his nickname is. John, I would think it's The Giant. <laughs> no, it's something like The Gentle Giant or The Old Man Giant. How the, large is he? Well, he's not huge, but it's just his nickname. Well, how do you get the nickname Giant <laughs> if you're not big? I, I, don't, I don't know who gave it to him. How do you get the name Iggy? How do you get any nickname? You watch him now on the screen. Usually if you're described by a certain feature, that, that is some sort of clue as to how you got the nickname. I saw him. Oh, I, didn't, I didn't sit down and ask him. Like I if, your name is, if your nickname is Tub of Lard, you're probably kind of heavy set. I saw him yesterday, and I said congratulations, and we spoke for a little bit. Oh, here comes Jackson. Well, Jackson knows Jackie. his name. Look at us. Uh, maybe not. Oh, he's got a 707 in St. Louis uh, shirt on, oh, Doug. Sure does. Awesome. Oh, and he brought the Plowhawk uh, pills. Thank you. What sort of pills? You got an Come aspirin there? Yeah. Be darn. This is great. Although I hate the packages. Uh, that I know you gotta. I gotta be chew them off there. This effing guy, is this going to be another Iggy-centric program? If so, can you give us a heads up so those of us who prefer not to start their day with three hours of this pumpkin skin squash warbling aimlessly can find something better to do with our morning? Thanks. Oh. John Lithgow's Harry Henderson wants a warning. <laughs> All right, we'll go to the TMA app and just search a uh, segment that you like where I'm not talking. Or maybe a week I was on vacation. You can go find him. Yeah. Your lower extremities. We're compromised. <laughs> that guy makes twelve million for saying stuff like that. Hmm. <laughs> well, the TMA app doesn't separate segments into who's talking the most and who isn't there, do they? Well, <laughs> I wonder if that filters on there. Yeah. Well, Jackson, just start putting that up there. Jackson, can you Iggy. add that to your list of responsibilities? Percentages no, of no, Iggy's talking no, just, in each No, segment. just when you're typing in the show notes and, type, you know, you put a title on every segment, just say, and put in parentheses, Iggy, 8 minutes and 48 seconds, so they know how much I talk. Hmm. I'm All just right. kidding. You <laughs> I don't really care what this guy thinks. No, <laughs> I wouldn't care. Uh, Doug, here's Mike Francesa talking Gardner Minshew. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. That's topical. All right, uh, hit the lever, Paul. Colts win. They lose Richardson. Richardson had two big touchdown runs yesterday, 18 and 15 yards. He is picking up quarterback very quickly. The Colts are also well coached. Uh, and they have Mishaw. And Mishaw is a very, very confident backup. Very different offense with Mishaw. But they'll probably have to play Mishaw this week. And Sid Richardson is in the uh, concussion protocol. <laughs> It didn't let me mm. down. I saw no. that in the fun with audio, and I thought, what the hell could he po-? It's a pretty pretty straightforward for an American to pronounce name. Mm -hmm. Gardner. Doug, I don't know how we can mess that one up. That's pretty easy. Minshew. Minshew. Not Minshew. <laughs> I will say, from like my family on the East Coast, especially up there in the tri-state area, yeah. they will confidently butcher a name pronunciation and have like no qualms about it. Good for like, them. I'll just I'm not sure how we pronounce his last name. <laughs> Is it? Is it C O D that K O D that K is that is a D? Oh. 
I can't make. I, I don't know what his last. I remember what his last name is. Cod. Is that what it is? I don't know. I'm not familiar with him. Is it Cod? Cod. I don't know. Is it? Is it? Is it's pronounced Coop? It's pronounced Coop. Like Bill Simmons does the same know. thing. He'll just butcher names mm-hmm. like with total confidence. Well, who are the, who are they in Boston that think they can just ignore <laughs> ours? Instead of Fenway Park, it's Fenway Pack. <laughs> Why in the world would you do that? What about Smat? I don't like that. Smat. I'm Smat. What about the R? Who needs it? Frank Cusimono. Well. <laughs> Tim McCorkin, too. She missed that. Tim McCorkin, I believe. That was a dude that did that. He I missed. love when people confidently mispronounce it. <laughs> it's really funny. Especially if you're auditioning for a job as a voiceover artist for a station and you botch two of the main names. And she got the job. She did get the she job. She did. It was between, which one do we like more? McCracken? Quit McCracken, Or Cusimono? <laughs> yeah, that's what you had to choose from. They choose the one. The other one. Oh, God. I swear the only reason Jackson continues to play East Coast media clips is so that he can bring up that he has family in New York. Never heard someone shoehorn in their family roots harder than Movie Boy. That's from uh. Mr. Licks. Jackson, are you trying to brag that you have family from New York? I don't know if that's necessarily a brag. They, also, they, they don't really it. appreciate it on Balloon Party, I can tell you. Well, that's intentional. Um, you give them the East Coast elitist attitude on Balloon Party? I guess. I don't try to. I mean, it's a, certainly a part of me. Half my family is from there. so Sure. Probably White Plains, Scarsdale, something like that. No, yeah. Westbury, Long Island, now in central Jersey. So I, I don't, like, I'm not trying to brag about it. But it, it, it does give, I try to do it with some context around it. But, you know, people have their opinions. What Any friends do? in Manhattan? Do I? Ha- yes, I do. Oh, brother. Oh, dog. First Ledoux. Tiger's no opening Manhattan. his new uh, restaurant in uh, Manhattan tonight with Justin Timberlake. A new restaurant? They yeah, serve fries? It's taking up an Good entire... Question. It's taking up an entire block of 42nd. Okay. Well, I don't suppose we'll ever get there. Well, this show doesn't usually go to New York. If you're in New York, you can go. Well, I'm never It's in not New a club. York. Pick up some sheets and then go to Tiger's that's Restaurant. Right, Brooklyn. Oh, that's right. We do have some <laughs> sponsors up there. Selling <laughs> sheets. Looks sweet. They got uh, <laughs> golf simulators that you can watch the games and hit shots. They got uh, four bowling lanes. Looks pretty good. Huh. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I it wasn't a bad thing to bring up. Thanks, Ken. That's from Brian Henshin. He's covering. You're welcome. Uh, Mishaw oh, you with the Colts. <laughs> he is. Unless they have a some kind of the Indiana high school thing at Tigers, you may go cover it. Mm. Mm. But Tiki, are you coming back to football because you miss it, or are you coming back to football because you just had a big failure in broadcasting? It's one of the worst questions ever. <laughs> Wasn't that a horrible question? What you, makes you say that? Well, it's it, it put the guest on the defensive. You should have done that with the, on the third time around with Earl Weaver. You should have asked a question like that. See how he oh, he was just so mad at me. <laughs> Steam coming out of his ears. Oh, God. Uh, Mr. Licks just sent in a picture of his Holderness and Born shirt. Not sure what that is, but there it is. Is Iggy related to my wife? Literally every thought is verbalized. Jesus. <laughs> That's from Steve and Wildwood Doug. As you know, he mm. is a chairman. It sounds mm. like he was projecting a little there. 
<laughs> Don't know. What's your wife's last name? Oh. Wildwood. <laughs> Ballpark Village. Could be. The drops are effing on fire today, mm. Plowsy. Do it, you hairy hold bad boy. That's from oh. John Lithgow's Harry Henderson. How would he know that he's Harry Hold? Good question. I think Plowsy's talking about is Harry Hole. Okay. Oh, have I? I don't remember that. Didn't yeah. You said you lost all your hair. Said, you always said you got all kinds of shrubs back Oh, mine. Okay, I there. thought you meant somebody else's. Oh, yeah. I Tufts? Got... Yeah, after that one poop, though, like this. Oh, no, we didn't need that kind of detail. Uh, Not like that. Lava, we didn't need... magma. Uh, <laughs> oh, that was the most raw I've ever felt. Okay. <sighs> well, the Cardinals are out of the playoff picture now. Just trying desperately to change the subject off your hairy hole. I would love for them just to end the season. Already. You think they should just shut it down Why? and forfeit? Oh, just to end it. Well, it's just taking up my timeline. Like Tommy Edmond got a single yeah, down 7-1. Block, block like, the Cardinals. Oh, sweet. You want uh, the Cardinals to shut it down because it's the information sometimes clogs your timeline. Well, they shut it down mid-June, so they might as well officially shut it down now. Oh. Right? Well... Yeah, officially eliminated from the postseason last night, which stings a little bit. Got a Jim Dandy tonight for the doggies. This is the game. This is the one. This is it? LAFC. Why is this one of particular importance? Oh, wow. I mean, uh, LAFC and uh, the doggies are at the top of the table in the West, as you know. I don't like tables. Of course, LAFC has a game in hand, but uh, the doggies, you know, do they clinch with a win? No. But uh, can they, for all intents and purposes, clinch? I think psychologically for LAFC. As you know, Doug, LAFC with more of a Club America-style approach. That takes us back to America's Pub and the League's mm. Cup. And, uh, you know, Bradley Carnell has to have his boys ready because they have uh, faded a little bit uh, in the latter portions of the game. But that's just the byproduct of the system that they're running. Uh, but with the wearing of the pink... City Red and the Jam Pack City Park tonight. Expect a Jim Dandy between those doggies and LAFC. As I read this table now, it looks like City will still be in first place even if they lose this. They will. They're up, they're up 49 points to 43. Game in hand for LAFC. They've well, got 20 games left. Give or take 16. Yeah. And are there guys who kick with both legs? <laughs> yeah, there are. City's 15, 10, and 4. So that means they've just been 500 since that opening start. Then wow. they start 5 and 0. Why do you hate City? I don't I don't hate City. I don't hate them. The league is very even. It's going to be a pony tonight. Prod Joe asked me to go. He's got an extra ticket. Oh, does he have one? No. Going? I'm not going. I would love to go. Viva FIFA. I still haven't been to a doggies game. Can't wait to go to one. We'll go now because the weather's perfect. It's going to start getting chilly here in a little bit. Think about that, Doug. Yeah. I mean, they're still playing games in November, aren't they? Hopefully. Well, you can do that here and be comfortable sometimes. Or you can be miserable. It's like Taylor Twelman is running around inside of Tim's body. That's from Chairman Steve in Wildwood. Oh, no, please. Taylor said, he was gonna, Taylor said he was gonna sleep at City Park mm. last night. He was? So Bundesliga? Second, Second Bundesliga. Bundesliga. Never love to force that passion on you, don't I? <laughs> 
Plowsy, have you been to a soccer game yet? No, but I'd love to go to the stadium. Yeah. Defense doggies, defense. Defense doggies, defense. Maybe think, Joe will take you. I think that's what, what I'm most excited about. Are you and producer Joe in good terms? I think so, yeah. It was that it was a K-Berg guy who managed your fantasy baseball yeah, team. Yeah, luckily he didn't hold that against me. But no, I mean, he invites me to the league, so I'm like a human. He, he looks at me like, you know, maybe a, you know, a friend, I would think. I try not to give him too much crap. Huh. I mean, I did name my team the Bleeding Anuses. Oh, well. I changed it. That was a shot at him. I'll be at the Doggies game tonight with Mr. 10,000 and my token CBC friend. If anyone wants to come say hi, it's Mr. Licks. Just a token well, CBC friend? Nobody knows friend? who you are. <laughs> Not him and Stephen Wildwood hung out on the day of our TMA day at the ballpark. Wasn't that the deal that he, that he was at Stephen Wildwood's place? At yeah, we don't know that. We don't know that. No, I don't. Taking their word for it. Yeah. Uh, take my word for it. The Design Air Heating and Cooling is the place to go. you got to get your furnace checked now. Now's the time to do it. Seth and his staff are coming by next week, as a matter of fact. And they will tune up our furnace for the cold weather months, which are fast approaching. And you take care of it now so you know your furnace will be in good shape. Because, Doug, I mean, here's a reality. Hmm. In November, we're probably going under freezing. Probably so. Yeah. Make sure that furnace is ready to go. It's Design Air Heating and Cooling online at designairservice.com. It'll take you a minute to sign up. It'll take them a few minutes to come by and take care of it, and it will save you hours or days of headaches in November, December, January, February, and March. Get it done now. Mm -hmm. Think ahead. It's like insurance. Sure. It's Design Air Heating and Cooling online at designairservice.com. Com. Send your text in, EDF Group text inbox, 314-881-TMA5. Call in 636-9004-TMA or email in for our design air heating and cooling email today. Compete with the greats the morning after at InsideSTL.com. And sign up for the TMA Hit and Giggle, which is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, studio sponsor here on TMA, uh, benefiting the Megan Meyer Foundation Friday, October 6th at Family Golf and Learning Center, your $55 ticket will include nine holes, beer from Michelob Ultra, and lunch or dinner, depending on your tea time. Tea times are at 10 a.m. and 3 p.m. Uh, you can sign up as a threesome, sign up as a twosome, sign up individually, and you will be paired, and you can compete, and then you can watch Iggy hit his 230-yard drive. You can also watch uh, or gamble with me. Hell, you can gamble with me. Wouldn't advise it, but no. do it. Uh, that'll be taking place on the day before. Missouri, undefeated and ranked 12th in the country, takes on one loss LSU, ranked 6th in the country at 2.30 on CBS. And, uh, Doug, what a weekend that will be. Sure will be one whale of a weekend. Missouri, where are they, they going to be ranked? 12th. 12th. That would be fun. Brady Cook might not play this weekend. Though. Yeah, Brady I know. Pete Thamel. Eli Drinkwood said he's day to day. He didn't practice yesterday. I would well, imagine he plays, but hell, I don't know. Part what? of me would like to see Sam Horn get a whole game, and the other part of me would hate to see an inexperienced quarterback make some mistakes and knock him out of the ranks of the undefeated. Mm -hmm. I don't know. If I was a betting man, I would say that Brady Cook will play. I would agree with you. I watched his uh, Trace Daniel now has a podcast. He's doing some broadcasting, and I watched him. He had uh, Drinkwitz on yesterday, and my read was Drinkwitz didn't seem all that concerned. That's my read. Doug, those are facial and verbal tells. Okay. Yeah, when I saw that news yesterday, I was like, I, to be expected. I wouldn't think Brady would just be practicing fully on a, a busted-up knee like that, sprained knee. The thing about the, the 
dome is, the turf is soft and supple. That's what concerns me as well, is that it could be worsened by the conditions of the Spongy? Dome. I don't know, Reggie Bush almost died leaving, leaving that turf. <sighs> that was the... That was the concrete surrounding it. Yeah. I, I assume that's still there? I don't know. They, have, I mean, I guess they, they got sued over that, I know. That's yeah. correct. Luckily, that, that suit went to Stan instead of the city. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I would think that they would have covered that up. But the, the Missouri, the Fro Field, they had that same issue. They had crap around the side that people would slip they on. They had the track. Yeah. 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 So they've covered that up for football games as well. Tim, Brady is 100% playing. It's from the 314. I don't know that anybody knows he's 100% playing. Right. Maybe this is Brady Cook. <laughs> Even still, it's only, what, Wednesday? Okay, you what can still tweak Drickwitz? it before Saturday's bad. What's that number at now, Jackson? Has it been moving around? Uh, I felt like it's it's been pretty consistent at seven, six and a half in the oh, over under at fifty two. Um, tigers. Let's take one more look, Tim. Oh, that tigers. number still sits at no, it has moved down. Five and a half. Oh, oh Bill. No. Oh Bill. Opened at six and a half, got up to seven, and has now moved to oh, five and a half. Bill. Memphis any good? Memphis is Rain three and They're undefeated. Beat Navy last week. Thursday night footbe. The same time, Ohio State minus three heads into South Bend, Indiana. Number six versus number nine, the Buckeyes and the Fighting Irish at six thirty. Jim Dandy of a weekend mm-hmm. college football at six p.m. Night game for LSU. They host uh, the Razorbacks. They're minus eighteen, Doug. And the okay. we are not wanted by a conference bowl. Oregon State. Ranked 14th, minus three against Washington State. That'll be going on at the same time. Would you develop some sort of complex if all the teams around you left, leaving you all alone without a conference? Wouldn't you feel bad about yourself at that point? Somebody take us. When teams are fleeing to the East Coast Uh just to get away from you? That's right. What time is uh, Colorado-Oregon? That'll be a good game. Uh, I feel like we spent some time on that. Yeah, 2.30. I thought, I thought we were talking like about the, US, in the morning or something. we were talking about the USC game. 2.30. We were. That was the confusion. <laughs> uh, 2.30 <laughs> is when the Oregon... 21-point spread on that Colorado one, Doug. Kicks off. Yep, 21 points. That line hasn't moved much at all. Oregon's a 21-point favorite? Yeah, Deanna used that to his advantage in the locker room. No, oh, I'm sure he will. It'll be interesting to see what they look like sans Travis Hunter. I got it. Here's... I... I... I, I I really like the over in that game. I'm surprised it's as low as it is. Is that right? What is it? 70.5. Yeah, because I think Dion was talking yesterday, and he said, just make sure all the light bulbs are working on that scoreboard, which means he's predicting a shootout. Huh. Uh, KG in O-Town says, my sources say Brady Cook is playing. Okay. (laughs) Well, I don't think anybody knows until Saturday, right? Unless you talk to drink, which you don't know. Or Cook. Cook probably knows. I don't know. I'd, I'd hesitate to put him out there if he can't, if he's not somewhat close to 100%. If you think you can handle Memphis, maybe without him, I wouldn't compromise him. Well, I, don't he's a tough he, guy. I don't even think he would know. I mean, it's, it's Wednesday, Wednesday morning. He's still got three days to see how it feels. Yeah. He may wake up Friday, and it's fine. He played all year last year with a messed up shoulder. So 
He certainly knows how to play through. Yeah, uh, the he, guy who's reporting that Brady is 100% playing says this is Visor's. Is that his name, Visor? This is Visor's attempt to quote unquote confuse the defending national champion Memphis Tigers. <laughs> They're not the defending national champions. You don't know that. Some people say that Georgia was. Some people say Memphis was. They didn't play, did they? What's Memphis' claim to it? Home of Isaac Bruce? That's correct. That's enough? Can you name another player that came from Memphis? D'Angelo Williams. Think about that. Is that right? Basketball teams were good for a period of time. Yeah. Memphis State, Penny Hardaway, now Uh coaching. He'll take on Dennis Gates this year. Navy uh, rushes all the time, but they went for 299 versus Memphis. So run a damn ball, Alaya. Also, I had emos last night. Brady Cook is playing. That's from Stephen Wildman. He's a chairman. Well, Navy threw the ball 21 times against Memphis, so... That run game only works if Brady Cook is also running it as well. You don't have big bruising backs. You can just run. Got to tell you, I kind of agree with the Plowhawk on that. Yeah. I don't know if it's only, but it certainly, I think, helps the cause. Yeah. I wouldn't play Brady Cook, I'll be honest. You wouldn't play him this weekend? I, I just don't know if I see the upside. I know you want to carry that momentum. I get it. You got playmakers. I mean, if Sam Horn can be just a game manager... I, I don't know if you risk the entire season. You have a great schedule lined up for you. I think, you know, you're looking at the SEC is kind of wide open. And I wouldn't have like a, I mean, Cook isn't really used to playing on AstroTurf or whatever god-awful field that's going to be in the Dome. So I just wouldn't even risk it. Missouri plays on turf. Okay. I, I just, I mean, I know he wants to play too, but, I mean, I just, I, I don't see the upside in it. I don't disagree on the game manager thing because I think, the run game is going to be key. I feel like Schrader and Pete less so, but like they don't have that breakaway speed. Like Schrader got a huge hole and he just couldn't break cool. away completely. But at least they're small. <laughs> That's the thing. It's like they're not big. Well, I mean, Schrader is like they're beefy, you know, but they're not yeah. tall. They're still pretty good. They're good. Oh, trust me. Like Cody Schrader put in work at Lutheran South and the Truman State and has done great. <laughs> he put in work at Lutheran South. Yeah, he was dominant there. <laughs> like, are they the Lancers or the Crusaders? Yeah, Lancers. Uh, but North is Crusaders? I believe that's correct. Yeah, but, you know, they've shown some good signs at it from Missouri, but not like, you know, Dave's going to Larry Roundtree kind of player or Tyler Beatty. It's not there yet. I like when Cook does, like, scramble runs as opposed to the, de- the designed runs. I feel like his design runs don't work as well. Yeah. Well, but if he can't do that, if he's compromised right. and can't do that, then it's probably best off maybe not to play him. Uh, the guy reporting that Brady Cook is 100% playing says the line will bounce back up to minus 7 once they announce he's playing. Get this minus 5.5 all you can, Doug. I also oh. agree with that. Gosh. He means a point and a half. How about yeah. that? Okay. Yeah. You can get it at 6 some places, it looks like, but, yeah, 5.5 is the consensus. Is that Missouri game... At Vanderbilt or home? At Vandy. You going down there to Nashville for that one? No, no that's the weekend I'll be in Illinois. That'll be the first really road game of the year. Yeah. This is technically a road game, this Memphis game, so we're going to see a different uniform combo. Oh, nice. No. no. If they're going to go with the Stormtrooper? Possibly. I would love that. The Stormtroopers are awesome. The all-white? Well, yeah, but with, like, oh, the black my. and white helmet. Look really cool. <sighs> How many injuries will the CYC turf at the Dome inflict this weekend on the two teams? That's from the Crestwood Coyote. The offensive line can't afford any more injuries, so I hope those boys can plant their feet. Well, I assume they're using the same turf as when the Rams played their last. What about the Battlehawks? 
Is that the same turf? I, I guess. I would assume that it's all the same. The Battlehawks didn't have any real trouble with the turf, did they? I didn't watch many of the games, no. to be honest with Wow. You. Peaky blinders again? It's anything else. I don't believe they're spending any money to re-turf that place when nobody uses it. I don't know. Well, the Battlehawks do use it. No, they don't care. Hmm. They don't care about the Hawks? As long as they get their money. They don't care if they like the turf or not in there. Well, they, they probably care. It's just a matter of if they can afford to replace it. Well, you got all that cranky money. Yeah, I don't... They lost track of that. <laughs> we don't know where that is or what it's going to be used for, which is understandable. It was only, what, $500 million? I wonder how in O-Town has this information. Uh, storm, it sounds like Stormtrooper Unis. says they will absolutely pop under the lights of the TWA dome. Oh, gosh. So they're going Stormtroopers. I hope not. Casey in O-Town is plugged into the program. How does he know? I don't know. I'd like them to look like Missouri, please. Love that Ken thought Doug was asking him if he was going down to Nashville to see the Vanderbilt game. Everyone knows you aren't leaving the armpit you live in with the crickets and possums galore. That's mm. glove blogger Tom Traver. Oh. Well, it only makes sense when I said, is Missouri at home this week or on the road? And Doug said, why are you going? Right. I thought he would point that toward me since I, I asked the question. Jackson, why did you step on Iggy's time? Well, because I said it's at Vanderbilt, and then Doug said, are you going? So I thought he was addressing me. Oh. I'm not in the studio, so I can't see where he's looking. Well, either of you. I will a, not It was be an open-ended question. I'm not going. No. Take that, I, Traven. I, the last time <laughs> they played at Vandy, I went, and it was really it was fun. a pony, right? Uh, yeah, tickets were $1 to get into the game. Uh, still didn't go. and then uh, That was too much? I was rather be on Broadway drinking. Yeah. Jackson, you're going Saturday, right? Uh, yes. Nashville might be the best road trip town in America right now. Certainly if you live in this area, 100%. Yeah. What percentage of the girls in the bachelorette party explore? <laughs> explore. Explore like other women or just explore in general? I just read what's presented in front of me. It's up to you to interpret. Do you dress for like where you're going <laughs> yes, is the answer to that. Do you? Yeah. Right, you go to Nashville and all the girls are wearing cowboy boots and dresses and cowboy hats. Oh, I don't dress. No. That's what I mean. You come from here and then you dress like you're some country music star when you go there. <laughs> they're all riding around in buses without that doesn't have a roof on it. Yeah. And as they drive around, they're all going, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Go to Jamaica. Just to show just how much fun they're having. That's what goes not. on. That's yeah. what goes on the they're whole time. All yelling, Woo! Jackson. Is that accurate? I mean, you can definitely see that. There's just like a million people all in one place. Mm -hmm. You see a little bit of everything. Let me tell you something. That cowboy boot thing. They run one hell of a racket with that cowboy boots. Those cowboy boot stores in Nashville. They're like six hundred dollars, but they give you like two pairs, and you think you're walking out of there with a steal. Oh, nice. Mm. Give me two pair. People know. People who know know. That's a fun city for sure. Go to Jamaica. Girls get their hair braided and like they're from Jamaica. Just stop. What'd you do with your hair down there? Plowhawk ran into that guy who braided his hair. Yeah, God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, he was in Jamaica. He thought he'd be like a Jamaican. Hmm. No, those are dreads. They don't braid their hair. 
Oh, the guys on Bovada, I got it at minus 300 that a light fixture at the Dome comes crashing to the oh, ground during oh. the game. That's from the Hunchback of On Castle. It's a good bet. <laughs> it's minus 300. For the record, I love Memphis plus seven. Also heavy on Bama minus seven and Iowa plus 14 and a half. Uh, that's from the guy who's reporting Brady Cook is 100% playing. Doug, there, he's, giving, he's giving us information here. Anyone can say he's 100%. It playing. just says 314. Yeah. Now we'll write these down. And then if you win, we'll say congratulations, 314. I don't know how anyone would know if you haven't seen the medical report or, or talked to him personally to see how he feels. Maybe this guy's talking to him. I guess he could be. Maybe Horn's better. Yeah. Or maybe he's like all the texters he doesn't know. Yeah. That's he's just probably. making things up. Right. Doug is spot on. That's from Chairman Stephen Wildwood. Hmm. What'd you say? Uh, I don't know what I said. Probably I just the thing about Nashville. I live about an hour outside of Nashville. It's great. That's from Big Pick Energy. <laughs> it is a great town. It is a fun town. So it'll be what, in Kentucky? An hour outside of Nashville? Isn't that still Kentucky? Well, it depends on which direction. Probably not. Maybe Indianapolis? Nashville's like right in the middle of Tennessee, isn't it? I would say it's more on the North. western side. But I mean, as far western as... Cent far. Cent Central West? I mean... Is, now, what noise was that? <laughs> <laughs> as far as being north and south, it's like right in the right in the middle. Here, isn't I'll tell it? you, boys. Uh, Nashville on the map, it is pretty much in the center. It's a little more north. Yeah, I don't think you could be an hour away and be in Kentucky. Uh, you, if you weren't straight north, you probably could be. So Iggy's accusing this gentleman of living in Kentucky. Wow. What's wrong with Kentucky? Nothing. Nothing, but. He acts State. like he's Mr. Nashville, and he's probably in Kentucky somewhere. Oh. Mr. I live an hour outside of Nashville. Right that by, makes uh, me Mr. Nashville. <laughs> <laughs> Go right by Murray State. The Nashville dorks do, in fact, dress up like an extra on Yellowstone. It's awful. Everyone's a cowboy these days. Thanks. That's from Morgan Whaler. Mm. Yeah, I agree with you. There's a lot of that down there, yeah. And yes. even, even here, I mean, when you go to... A country act here you know, oh, yeah, dress up like you're from wyoming or albuquerque that's just people having fun but if you went to a, a like an alternative or a grunge concert you'd dress up appropriately for that wouldn't you i did once when i went to see the cure i dressed in all black boy i bet you cut a dashing figure <laughs> i had black shoes black pants i had a black long sleeve polo on oh how many women you leave with that night None. Just the one I took to the show. Oh. I didn't know who she was. You didn't know Johnny who Monogamy. she was. Johnny <laughs> Monogamy. What do you mean oh, you didn't know who she was? I sold her the ticket. I didn't know who she was. And how'd that work out for you? It was fine. I'm glad she got to see the show. She yeah. couldn't afford the prices on these places, and I said, I'll just sell it to you what I paid for it. You guys ever notice how about half your show is a fifth grade social studies curriculum? Thanks. That's from Arbor Day. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's not completely wrong with that assessment. Did Papa Porkaloin just say an hour outside of Nashville is Indianapolis? This thing is unreal. That's from the Dover Soul. I'm pretty sure it's a Kentucky. Well, yeah. I guess Tennessee is a more happening place in Kentucky, though. Yeah, I mean, Kentucky has Jack Daniels. That's about it. Isn't Jack Daniels in Kentucky? Have Jack Calipari. Isn't Jack Daniels in Lynchburg, Tennessee? I don't know. I don't drink that bourbon, but... You prefer Sorry, a higher Thomas quality Hall. bourbon? I thought it was Kentucky. Whiskey. And I 
think, yeah, Tennessee. It's in Lynchburg, Tennessee. Yeah. Which I think is a dry county, so you can't actually buy Jack Daniels. Oh, no. Mm, questionable business model. Hey, it's Jackson, here to talk to you about Factor. Eating better is easy with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. My favorite part about Factor is the convenience of it all. These are no-prep, no-mess meals ready to go in two minutes. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Sign up and save. They've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Head to factormeals.com slash McKernan50 and use code McKernan50 to get 50% off. That's code McKernan50 at factormeals.com slash McKernan50 to get 50% off. Hey, pale, come see my horse. Bring your crabbing, bitch. We'll throw a halter on that twink and take him for a ride. Doug, that's from the recovery. Yeah, I'm down. I can't. It's tough you to want to s- sleep with your friend, sweet, sweet Kai? Well, I just, he lives in Baltimore now. I rarely see him. I want to, yeah, hang out. He was in town like a couple weeks ago, and I haven't seen him since. And now you call him your crabbing <laughs> bitch? <laughs> uh, yeah, I will. Let's call him anything. Recovering alcoholic has a horse? <laughs> if you live in Baltimore, you have to go crabbing? <laughs> you certainly should eat some crabs. It's like when the, the networks would televise the Rams game, and, and as they go to commercial, they'd always show that damn steamboat going up and down the Mississippi. Like, that's all we do here. How many people have ever been on a steamboat going up and down the Mississippi? Less than 1%, I imagine. Becky Thatcher. Well, whatever it's called, it not many people though? have ever done it. There's a paddle boat. Paddle boat. Yeah. The flyover shot was always humbling. Mm-hmm. You ever go scalloping? Out in the Mississippi? No. No, Florida. No. But you have. I have. I'll be sure. And tell us tell us what uh, is I just went involved. with some people. I said, we're going scalloping. I didn't, it's like snorkeling. But What do they look like? I was going fishing. <laughs> They're like round shells, and you got a kind of a bitch to open up. But once you do, that fresh scallop right there, we just cooked them right on the beach. Oh, yeah. They taste great. Iggy dresses up like a PGA Tour player every day, and he can't even hit the ball 150 yards. That's from Ernie Bjorkman. Mm. I don't dress nothing like a PGA Tour player. I usually have a, <laughs> Who do you have a problem with the ground. <laughs> I usually have a quarter zip on. The Bourbon Trail in Kentucky is better than any Hoosier winery tour in St. Louis. That's from the oh. 314. Mm, Mississippi scallops, yes, batch. That's from the <laughs> Afton Altar Boy. Uh, guys, I'd like to put money on the Admiral story being told soon. That's from Jonathan Titsworthy. Mm. Brian Henschen's putting money on a Ken Humble brag about riding in a boat once. Sharps are laying action on a tale of creepery about banging some gal on said boat. It's Brian Henschen, and he's covering the Colts quarterback situation with Gardner Mishaw. I don't have to brag about being on a boat. You've been on a lot of boats. I used to own one. Can we hear that story, Jimmy Buffett? <laughs> what is there to tell? I own a Where was Bo- this dinghy? I own a Boston Whaler in Bermuda. <laughs> Guys, sweet, sweet Kai is working as a squeegee boy outside Camden Yards. That's Jugs in D.C. Mm. Doug, this show's getting big in the Beltway. I, I guess. I didn't know that it was. But... And it was half owner of a fishing boat. What's that? I said I owned a Boston Whaler, and I went in half with uh, my buddy Tom Hollyhock. 
Tom Hollyhock. What's that name in the text? I'm, I'm making just that the second <laughs> title. Tom Hollyhock. No context. Who was this Hollyhock? And why was he chirpy? He was from England, and he loved to fish. Uh, his girlfriend, Aisha, was from Germany. <laughs> Aisha, another bad creation. Was that 91 or 92? I, I don't know that? years, too. And that song they didn't get as much he's even popular in Europe. It was Playground. And they were all part of the East Coast family, and that was Boys to Men, ABC, BBD. Mm. What's the song you're asking about? Aisha. Aisha. I-E-S-H-A. And Tom Hollyhock wrote it, I believe. Oh. Is that right? Uh, Aisha came out in 1991. That's what Hollyhock's doing now? (laughs) Look at the number of people asking to be Tom Hollyhock. Award. We both got kicked off the island at the same time. Why? (laughs) I mean, Jackson, I don't know how you're going to pick. Sweepstakes, I guess. Why were you kicked off? He got kicked off for being a bad employee. (laughs) I got kicked off because I was a shop steward. Oh, yeah. I'm noticing a pattern today. Every time Iggy pauses during a breakneck topic... Change Plowsy plays a drop to derail it. Hence, more drops. Mm. It's from Chairman Steve. Yeah, I'm sure that's what he was doing, Steve. <laughs> if that's the case, next time you call, he's going to play nothing but drops <clears throat> conversation. What makes a boat a Boston whaler? Is that just a brand name? What about the old Hartford whalers. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's just late. a smaller boat. It doesn't have a big outboard. You can't ski behind it. It's just kind of like a one to piddle around the ocean a little bit. Well, why do they call it a whaler? I mean, I you're not know. out there harpooning <laughs> whales, are you? I don't know. Just... What's Hartford's coastline? Well, that one got me. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know that Hartford has a shoreline, does it? That's correct. Um, no, it doesn't. It's, no, it's in the middle of the Connecticut. Is that why the franchise moved? <laughs> I think nobody cared that it was there. That's why they moved. It is the capital. Yeah, insurance... Uh, Capital of they, uh, to be anyway. they became which NHL franchise? Go! Carolina. Yes, wow. Jeez. That was a one-foot putt for you. Mm-hmm. It's not far, though. Sanford, Connecticut, where... WWE. Yeah. Um, and the part of Connecticut that has the ESPN... Bristol? College, or... College. You call it a college. It's almost like a, a huge campus. Um, they wanted you badly there. <laughs> there's nothing there, but a lot of the people there go to Rhode Island. So you're not far from the ocean. And a lot of people work at ESPN, the ones that make a lot of money, they don't live in Connecticut, they live in Rhode Island. Oh, do they? Oh, is that right, really? Yeah. I think Dan Little Patrick, roadie. I think Dan Patrick lived in Rhode Island when he worked there. Hmm. Guys, Hartford has a river. <laughs> well, nearly every major city has a river because that's how people got around when these big cities were founded. <laughs> My bad for the potty words. In our last threesome, the girl did ask us to turn off the lights. I declined, and thankfully she decided to sex it up with the lights on. Mm. I think that is weirder than wearing socks. That's from Doug's glue guzzler. Doug, yesterday he told DraftKings Cal to F off. Oh. So he thinks it's weird to keep the lights on? I can't tell if he thinks it's weird to take, turn the I think so. The, I think he thinks it's weird to turn the lights turn off. Turn the lights off, yeah. Yeah, you got to see something. You got to have a little bit of a visual there. I mean, that's not necessarily a compliment if somebody wants you to turn the lights off. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't want to look at you. Yeah. I mean, also, kinda, do you have a bag kinda my, you can put over your head? My read on that. Doug's glue guzzler, you're welcome to uh, explain, <laughs> but that's my read. I don't mind the lights on, but I'd rather just have a few candles lit. Well, that way you, you can are still, a hopeless romantic. Well, you can still see something, but it's not really a big, bright light. Have you ever asked a gal to put a some, bag over her head? Yeah, there's some, some especially... Girls will say a guy's sex face is just disgusting. 
Oh, nice. You really like candles? Yeah. You don't. You don't go to that work that trouble, sure do you? I do. But usually things are moving quickly at that point, and you're not worried about candles. Yeah, I had a girl come over after Gobble Bowl, and I said, "Let's go into the <laughs> let's go into the candle room." I'll be darned. You have a candle room in the your apartment. <laughs> Well, my bedroom is a candle room. Why did she come over after Gobble Bowl? She was uh, a bit randy after the bowling? Mm. <laughs> I don't know. I just had some steak and lobsters I was going to do, and I said, come on over. You know, Gobble, Gobble Bowl's an aphrodisiac. <laughs> it for, is. For a lot of women. You lure a lot of women into your lair with lobster? No. But I just, I, I like landing, lighting candles. There's some I've got a landing strip. I'm watching TV. I just turn lights off and light a couple candles. It's a fire risk. A what? A fire risk. Oh, well, not if I'm there. Oh, gosh. Okay. Oof, good luck to you. Yeah, wow. good luck. I had two out of my breezeway. They disappeared. Oh, no. The new neighbor stole them? I'm not going to cast aspersions. Well, who else would have stolen? That's my question. They're not just the pork steaks, but now the candles have also been lifted? That's correct. Well, you don't have any furniture or lamps. You do what you can. Now, what did you do with that patio furniture? You moved it so the neighbors couldn't use it. Where'd you go with it? I just folded it up and put it behind my other chair so they know it's not theirs. Oh. All right. I just opened up Instagram, and uh, the first thing I saw was uh, St. Louis Starter Packs, Jackson's account, Doug. Okay. And there's a, the first thing that I saw was... The question was, what late 2000s-era cardinal is this? It's uh, the Southside Seaman logo, Colby Rasmus. And uh, Jackson wrote, aside from a few stray Ryan Ludwig guesses, most of you correctly said, fire burning Colby Rasmus. On a side note, sometimes I really miss the dirty. And the picture is posted of Brendan Ryan, Colby Rasmus, and Timberfake at the Inside STL, I believe it was fourth or fifth anniversary mm. party at Pepper Lounge. And Colby Rasmus uh, with his arm around Timberfake and Timberfake Scissors Gang Mafia. And Doug, it makes me feel proud. Those were the glory days of this of this show. That's correct. Two thousand nine, uh -huh. nearly fifteen years ago. Right, still hanging on by a thread. <laughs> Dude, look at that hat that Coley Rasmus is wearing. <laughs> Holy hell! Look at Brendan Ryan. How sketched out he is. <laughs> Sweet stash, though. I remember Joe Thurston was grinding on one of our girls next oh, door was. later on that evening. He's quite a little utility infielder. Yes, he was. The dirty still around? Doug, I don't know. I don't know. And Nick Ritchie? Nick Ritchie. I think so. Why don't you look it up? I don't care. I used to... <laughs> well, why did you ask? I used to just go in there for timber fake stuff. He was in there every day, post, well, posting most of himself. Look it up to see if it's still there. He was posting most of himself and acting like somebody else. Yeah. Right. Really? Oh, look it up, see if it's there. He would post a picture of himself. He goes, hey, Nick. Here's that idiot timber fake again out with all the girls. He just posted himself, so his picture was in there. <laughs> I see it does have a it does have an Instagram page. But who's Dicky Dotum? I don't get that. Official Instagram of the dirty. Do you want to support the okay. EDF group as a sponsor of TMA? Well, it's real simple. Do you have a fire extinguisher where you work? The answer is yes, you certainly do. So please email the EDF group at fire at the EDF group.com so a technician can come out and explain to your team how the EDF group can save your company money. Again, that email address is fire at the EDF group.com. The EDF group is hot and will prevent your facility from having hot fires. Experience the EDF group difference. Learn more at the EDF group.com. 
Com. Send your emails in, design air, heating and cooling email of the day, the morning after at InsideSAL.com. We have a JV golf coach with a three-goal lead on Buck Swope here on September 20th. And how many more emails of the day do we have? Oh, gosh. I would say eight for September. Probably Is that right? Is that eight? I, I don't know. Something seven. <sighs> got three more this week and five next week is uh, what I see. Okay. And so we got a Milagro to kill, listener of the month. You feel like the lipstick glass is going to defend her title this week? No. This no, I don't think she wrote in last, <laughs> last month. I think someone else wrote in for her and probably just used that name. And they got a bottle of tequila from Milagro Tequila? Right. And we get excited because, oh, boy, it's a girl. Welcome to a brighter side of tequila with Milagro. Jackson, what do the people have to look forward to on Balloon Party, driven by Munganass, St. Louis Acura, Nolan Toyota? Doug, what do you think it's going to be? Wide Berth Wednesday. Uh-oh. Nailed it. Yeah. It's a Wide Berth Wednesday. Deep dives. I, I think I have a deep dive of my own. Oh, wow. What sort of dive? Uh, I guess you just have to tune in at... 10 a.m. Sounds like a fifth grade book report. What? You got to read the book to hear how it ends. Yep, that's exactly. That's what everyone said. (laughs) You call it that. I call it teasing. So yeah, you'll find out 10 o'clock. My date dive request is. (laughs) A KG No Town says common ground, Iggy. I like to light candles for coitus too. The wax drippings makes for delightful little ouchies on bellies and bottoms. Oh. Got that move from Living La Vida Loco music video. That's from KG No Town. Well, I just like it for the light. Well, <laughs> it seems like you two guys have, have really come together now. Found some common ground that can be a, a foundation of, of repairing your relationship. Well, a lot of people like candles. <laughs> Does Ziggy light himself on fire when he lights candles for these wide-load porkers in his apartment? <laughs> oh, stop. Against the St. Charles or Maverick. They're wide load porkers? There's nothing wrong with that, but I don't. Uh, <laughs> I'm not into big women, though. Because I'm, I'm a tiny twink. Yeah. <laughs> In the words of Lady Riri, SOS, please, someone help me. Boots is out of control. He can't keep getting away with this. Somebody Van Gogh, my ears. That's from oh. Anthony Richardson, <laughs> beat writer. Brian Henshin. He wants his ears chopped <laughs> off? You'd still hear, even without this, the outer ear. I've been part of this for seven years. That's now. Uncle I mean, you, you know what happens. Why do you listen every day then? It's not going to change unless I just stop talking. That'd be kind of boring, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you stop texting and emailing in? How about that? How bad does a radio show have to be before you're begging people to chop off your ears? <laughs> Chop off your hands. You're not using them anyway. <clears throat> you don't think he's typing stories? Not really. Oh. <laughs> Guys, nothing makes a girl hornier than gobble balls from the three foot four. I said, was apparently so. Said apparently that's the case. Yeah. She came right over and you had candles going. What, what's your over under on uh, <laughs> this year's gobble bowl? Yeah. How many women will you sleep with after going to St. Charles Lane's? Oh, I'm sure I could get somebody over there. Girls love sex. How are you going to get people over there? How are you going to get a girl over there? Yeah, there's just a What's the play? It's the rest a fun of us would day like of to camaraderie, know. and you raise a lot of money, and you're just kind of on a high, and everybody wants to. That is your peak riz day. That's when you're you're risen the hardest. No, yeah, that's when he's risen the hardest. Did you say? No, I don't think so. After you put on this, everyone wants to have sex. Is that what you said? Well, it's kind of a. I said it's an aphrodisiac. For the women that are there. Yeah. 
I think I, mean, I think I get, I get horny when the wind blows, so I don't need any help. No, I, I think it's the day where everyone wants to talk to you. You're kind of running things. You're on the microphone. People are, you know, giving you your flowers. Everyone loves it. And so I think that's when, like, women are like, oh, man, this Iggy's got it all figured out. I think that's your peak Riz. No, peak Riz, Doug. Yeah, I, it, if I bring somebody back, it's somebody I know. So they know me. They don't need to see me at Gobble Bowl to know they want to sleep with me. They know already, probably, even the women that don't go. Yeah, be just like to unwind. You know, normally I get done doing something, I just go home and flop on the couch. Are you St. Louis's most eligible bachelor? That's a good no, question. no. Jackson's more eligible than I am. Jackson, are you still kind of a man in love? Mm. Uh, you know. Boy, that wasn't a ring endorsement. I, 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 I hope she's thing. not listening. Well, that's, that's the... Gosh, the, poor gal. The tough spot. I don't know what to say. Like, she did not have this coming. I wouldn't go so far as to say man love. But I felt like you were careful about not spreading your demon seed in southern Nevada a couple weeks ago because of potential interest in the early stages with a, uh, an unknown lover. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a very thesaurus-laden way to say it, but yeah, I would agree. Is that relationship intensifying or is it starting to cool off? <laughs> I'd, I don't, you know, kind of hold and serve, I guess. I don't know. Doug, what's your read? I can't get a read on this guy. I don't, I don't like... Well, he's my, in the early stages, and he doesn't want to tell the girl right now that he loves her. He likes her, but he's, he doesn't want to take that step. Right. And certainly tough to, like, just put everything out there to the public. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm in a good place. Well, I don't know, what, sure I don't know how place. much more I can say. Well, so that means crap. Iggy is St. Louis's most eligible. Uh, I guess match. that's what that means. I, but, but then again, like, I don't... Yeah, I don't know. No, it means if you're eligible, it means you're kind of looking. I'm not looking for anything, so... Well, you don't have to look. I'm not eligible. You put on a bowling event, and they come back to your place. It's like that. You got it figured out. Guys, Mount Rushmore of the horniest St. Louis events. Working Women's Survival Show. Opening Day and Gobble Bowl. Those ones are <laughs> obvious, but what's the fourth one? That's huh. from KG and O-Town. Doug, what is the fourth one? If we agree that the Working oh. Women's Survival Show opening day in Gobble Bowl. St. Gabe's Picnic. Well, I like that. Oh. I like that. I think that's got to be live. St. Patrick's Day Parade? Is, is the St. Gabe's Picnic like STL Coachella? I would say there's some similarities there. Hmm. How about parties in the park? No, that's STL Coachella. Hmm. No. Gosh, I just don't know. What about Mardi Gras? Wouldn't that be it? Yeah. Probably so. Mardi Gras? Thanksgiving? I don't know. And I don't I don't get out. I don't know what the hell's going on anymore. No, I don't either. Yeah, I would say Mardi Gras would certainly be up there. Old Jackie boy Finnegan paid pegged tonight after this downplayed re reaction. Call the tuba player for pro tips before it goes mm, down. That's from the gosh. River to Pair Yacht Captain. The tuba player. Jackson, it's okay. I give you permission to tell the boys about our little anal rendezvous. That's no. from Bill's wife? Gosh. You're sleeping with Bill's wife? No. No. Uh, no, I'm not. I wouldn't do that to Bill. No. Well, just take her up on it. She seems to be floating out all these uh, suggestions. Just say, okay, well, you want to talk about it? Let's, let's, let's go do it. Oh. Yeah, that's, uh, that might be a step too far. I don't know. So you're I, considering it? I just don't want to, I don't want to hurt Bill. <laughs> no. You, know. you even know him? No, I think we all know Bill. 
Well, he's, he doesn't seem to care. Doug, do you know Bill? I don't. I know a few people named Bill. I don't know right. if so we're talking about this particular Bill or not. It's the proverbial Bill. I'm proud of Casper. Sounds like he got past that yellow diaper that was thrust upon him on a boat in Jamaica mm-hmm. and connected with an actual female girl. That's from Carlos Spicy Yep. Do you believe in miracles? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what you want me to say. It's just, uh, I'm in a good spot, I would say. Hey, pale, keep walking when you see my sis, bro. That's from recovering alcoholic from Belleville and Webster Groves. I, would, I don't mess with the families. You know me. I have witnessed an insane amount of lesbian activity in Kimswick at the Apple Butter Festival. That's from Inchi Joe's Cave Ride Magic Man. Oh. Eckert's in the fall. <laughs> we should we should go live from the Apple Butter Festival. How are we missing out on that? And that's had... a hotbed of tribbing? Oh, I'm sure. You ever had is. apple butter? Sure. Great. It is good. Isn't that where um, Cheryl Crow's from, Kimswick? No. Uh, Kennet. Kennet. Who's from Kimswick? Doug? Someone, People that put on the apple butter somebody, festival. Somebody <laughs> famous is from Kimswick. Kimswick. Is that Missouri? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's and, just down 55. Yeah, it's not far. It's only... It's got a population of 157. That's oh, like Huntley. <laughs> uh, there is no notable <coughs> people. Yeah. I was probably thinking of Cheryl. Kim, Kennett, Kimswick, kind of same thing. Mm, it's not the same city. Ken uses the same line whether he's begging for bobbleheads or rounding up a smoke-stained lady of the lanes to take home. Quote, it's for charity. That's from Chris Raby, Doug. <laughs> smoke-stained lady of the lanes. <laughs> that really made no sense. They don't still allow smoking in bowling alleys, do they? Some of them they do. Yeah, really? the nicer ones. <laughs> the nicer ones do? Yeah. Boy, you go into any place now where they allow smoking, it's like, oh, my God, what's going on here? Even a bar, a restaurant. It used to be you could smoke anywhere, and you didn't think much of it. And now if you ever walk into a restaurant or a bar that allows smoking, it's like, get me out of here. <laughs> oh, excuse me, I'm putting out a cigarette. Yeah, here. I wish you would. <laughs> yeah, there was um, a time that... St. Charles Lanes, where we had Gobble Bowl for many years, um, they left it up to me for Gobble Bowl where you could smoke because you could smoke anywhere. And I said, no, for this, just smoking in the bar only because there's, there's probably four people in this whole bowling alley that smoke. Yeah. So just keep it in the... God, I walked in there one time. And there You couldn't see. Everybody's smoking in oh. that bar. I walked in. I said, my God, who's in here? I can't see. Oh, it's so disgusting. So it's a nice smoke. But I'm, you know, I don't smoke around people that don't smoke. I don't smoke in my house. You go back to the 80s, they used to allow people to smoke in their offices. Well, Jay and I, when we first started doing doing a collectible show at KSP, we're smoking on Saturday mornings in the studio. Mm. Mm. Those old pictures of Camox with Jim White and Jack Carney and Ann Keefe just sitting in the Camox studios with a butt lit. (laughs) Channel 4 used to have a little smoking room. Sliding glass door, you could see. It used to be used for editing videotape. They turned it into a smoking lounge. There'd be two or three people in there just dying. How's this for backwards? It looked like the place was on fire. And so when I worked at Springfield, a jock, Ken Meyer, the owner, inside the, you go down the steps from the studios and there'd be a glass room. And that's where you smoked. And I was standing outside one day smoking and Ken Meyer comes out. He goes, what are you doing out here? Smoking? 
You can't smoke out here. I built that room for that. Yeah. What? I can't smoke outside? No, I you got go to, in the room. I got to go in the glass room to smoke? That's what it's for. Well, I wanted some fresh air. Well, so does everyone else who works there. It was outside. No one's around. You mean outdoors? Yes, out by the parking lot. Oh. Good Boy. morning. Smoking is for Hoosiers. That's from Beer Cats. He won the Milagro Tequila listener of the month in January. It has kind of become a class thing. Well, so is living in Oakville. Well, I guess he's a St. Louisian now. He lives in... St. Louisian? We That's don't correct. call ourselves St. Louisians. Correct. That's a proper pronunciation. What do you call them? Missourians? St. Louisans. All right. Well, I think he lives... There's no Louise in there. I think he lives in Midtown now. Does he? And his son is an heir to a ketchup-marrying fortune. <laughs> <laughs> Herman! Single boys Jackson's age go to Herman. Bachelorette parties galore. Like Vegas, they are drunk and horny. Unlike Vegas, they are bored. By 8 p.m., they all want strange penis. Mm. Some buzz. Jackson, is that accurate? He's saying single guys like me? I've None of my friends have ever gone to Herman. <laughs> no, Herman. Herman's too far. Herman is a girl's trip or a yeah, couple's a, trip to get some crappy wine. But it's too far. Damn, you're you're going to be driving back drunk, right? I hope they don't come on board. Because yeah. that clip will be played forever. I mean, there's wineries much closer than Herman. Yeah, not all. I mean, there's some good wineries out there. There's, yeah. But some of them have Backtrack. crap wine. <laughs> the women do love those wineries. Oh, they do. But yeah. guys aren't going out. Single guys aren't going, hey, let's go to Herman, get some wine this week. Yeah, it's something I haven't done. But if that's how people get their kicks, who am I to, you know, critique it? Yeah, you're not that guy. They're nah. beautiful, though. If you like wine, I mean, it's outdoors. You got the vineyards out there and the bluffs and... You got a nice patio for most of these places. A lot of weddings are at those places oh, yeah. now. I make sure my uh, niece Jessica had her wedding uh, out there. I forgot which one, but she had it at a winery. Yeah. Yeah. John Vaughn got married at a winery. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. John Vaughn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're nice. People do love them. Soon to be a papa. Uh-huh. I haven't heard much lately about the the guy trying to turn that Augusta area into a major oh, yeah, that's right. wine center. Don't they already have enough winers out there? Well, he was trying to turn He's it into turn like it Napa. Napa Valley East with a, a new golf course and hotels and really upscale wineries. Hey, if you're into wine, I would suggest, I've done it once, I would suggest the Napa trip and just, God, there's so many great wineries out there. Yeah. You just spend a week just going on the tours of all the wineries. and Or the Sonoma Valley, either yeah, one. Yeah, that too. But we don't need that. We got that right here. The Augusta Valley. Yeah. If you're looking for real estate in Augusta Valley, how about Jeff Lottman? Oh, sure. He'd get you fixed up. J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N.com. That's J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N.com. Jeff Lottman, Lottman Real Estate. And uh, he has uh, been doing it in St. Louis area. 22 years. 22 years, Bill? Yep, 22 That's years. a lot of experience. Well, he has the experience. If you are buying a home, he can be your hookup for purchasing, or if you're going to be selling your home, to sell your home. He has contacts throughout St. Louis, as you can imagine, after 22 years, but also can connect you with Compass Realty offices throughout the world. It's Jeff Lottman of Lottman Realty with Compass Realty, J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N.com. That's J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N.com. Jackson, tell us about Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies. He's a great communicator. That's about it. You know, 
but I'll tell you more. Yeah, if you could. Tell me more, tell me more. Uh, I'll tell you more about Mark Hanna. I work with Mark Hanna personally. I remember the first time I got on the phone with him. I, re- I had no idea what I was going to like no. do or what we were going to talk about. I was kind of nervous because like, I don't know much about finances. But Mark is so good at communicating his message to his client. He doesn't just you know give you a cookie-cutter plan. He learns about you, your salary, where you want to be in life. He doesn't just give you just a cookie care plan. No, it's custom made for you. He informs you, educates you on that plan, and then you make the decision to go forward with it. And then if you have to make an adjustment down the road, because as we all know, things can change, you get in touch with Mark Hanna, and he can help you out in a major way. Everybody needs that financial person in their life, and I would highly recommend using Mark Hanna. That's why I work with Mark Hanna. It's exactly why you should work with Mark Hanna. There it is. 314-889-0503 or go online at evergreenstl.com. It's Mark Hanna. Evergreen Wealth Strategies. Evergreenstl.com mm-hmm. or 314-889-0503. That's Mark Hanna with Evergreen Wealth Strategies. He's a first-class guy. I can't say enough good things about Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies. Illinois Recovery Center is the new premier inpatient substance abuse facility in Swansea, Illinois. When it comes to the disease of addiction, getting help should not be as difficult as it currently is. The Illinois Recovery Center's mission is to be the receiving hand in the community when someone seeks help. The IRC delivers a comprehensive system of care that welcomes both the individual struggling and family alike. If you or someone you know wants to learn about the Illinois Recovery Center, please call 888-472-9559 or email info at the Illinois Recovery Center. Dot com. That's Illinois Recovery Center. Send your emails in. Design air, heating, and cooling email of the day. JV Golf Coach 3-goal lead. Keep an eye on that Tinky Monster, though. Mm. Tinky Monster can still win this thing. Ellen Foley's live. Shooter McGavin. Buck Swope's only three back. It's all there with that Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day the morning after at InsideSTL.com. Register to be the TMA Lister of the Month. TMASTL.com. Brought to you by Milagro Tequila. Welcome to a brighter side of tequila with Milagro. And if you love the shirt I'm wearing... The hoodie I'm wearing, just go to tmastlshop.com and take a look at all of our wares, including this hoodie, and you can get in a T-shirt as well. War Gerbil, uh, the battle cry for the 2023 national champion, Missouri Tigers. Who's Missouri going to be? That's beat? what they've been saying. USC? Missouri and USC, you think? Colorado. Oh, Colorado's going to yeah. win? Yeah. Uh, I just heard the toilet flush. I did, too. Was Ken recreating? Oh. He stepped out. I don't know where he went. He turned the corner. <laughs> is he popping on down to KC? Oh, I don't know. There he is. Iggy, did you just recreate? We heard the toilet flush. No. There's somebody in there? Where'd you go? Oh, I told Jody, I think it's locked. There's nobody in there. But we heard the toilet flush. Where uh-huh. did you go? I had to go down to the uh, other bathroom. I usually go to the bathroom when I know there's a couple live spots coming. Oh, do you? But it's right here. I didn't have to go all the yeah. way down the hallway. Oh, yeah. I know the sponsors really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can email in, Doug, the morning after at InsideSTL.com uh, if you want. But uh, can you beat the Tinky Monster? No, I wouldn't think so. Well, Tinky Monster has a win. Buck Swope has three. JV Golf yeah. Coach has command. You can compete with them. Anybody can, but you got to get through Jackson's filter. The morning after at InsideSTL.com. That is... Design air, heating, and cooling email today. Then, uh, then this magical wide berth Wednesday is coming your way on Balloon Party. And Jackson apparently has the deep dive question, but he won't tell you what it is. What's the question? Give us a hint. Hmm. There's something to do with something in St. Louis. Oh, <laughs> that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> you having a treat, bro? Yeah, Nanner. 
I was about to have a nanner. Here, want to see the girth of my nanner? Yeah. Here, if you're on YouTube, you can see it. Is that too okay. big for you? I got a good bundle the last time. Sometimes you get a bad bundle of bananas. Do you get organic? Uh, I try to. Mm. Uh, but sometimes the organic ones like are pre-mushed, and I hate Oh, I don't bananas. like pre-mushed. From what I understand, you don't necessarily need organic if it's got a peel or a skin that you don't eat. If it does, like an apple or a peach, then organic is important. Hmm. But if it's covered by, you know, a, a peel or a rind or something, then organic is less important because, the, you know, the Can pesticides you sexy, so doesn't get into it. What's that? Would you mind getting a picture while you eat it sexy? <laughs> what are you doing now? Oh, I, I was in the middle of discussing bananas. And I'm asking Tim to eat it sexy. I'm going to take a picture. Oh, I was so, giving I'm the so pros and the cons <laughs> of organic as opposed to the other. No. <sighs> I'm gonna politely decline that. Okay. Well, you <laughs> Why don't you take a banana <laughs> yeah, a picture of your I'm own? I'm in the business <laughs> of views and likes. <laughs> Hand Iggy the banana. Let him get his photo. <laughs> no. Do you eat the? Um, do you eat potato? The skin on a potato, like a baked potato. Sometimes. Eat the skin? Yeah. I like it. It's good for you too. Yeah. It's got nutrients. Uh huh. I've got a neat story that intertwines the Circus Stadium swim, a semi-incestual MFF, and the Herman Wineries. It's from okay. South City Otis. All right. Well, we'd like to hear it. Yeah. I mean, call in 636-9004-TMA. Herman has some cool cool wineries. More than one, right? It's got a couple. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But it's a ways out there from here. Does anybody name their kid Otis anymore? What does that have to do with the <laughs> Herman Wineries? Guy who wrote it in. Uh, Carlos Spice, who interpassionately disagrees with caller Buzz about uh, his statement on Herman Wineries and 25-year-old single men. That is not an accurate statement. Mm. Yes, there are bachelorette parties, but they are passed out by 7 p.m. Just because Buzz is delivering J-Box tacos to the plus-size girls on those trips because Herman is an extension of the Wentzville Territories. Uh -huh. It's called the Wentzville Territories? Yeah, yeah. that whole region out there. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean it's a town for single guys. It's from Carlos Spicy Wiener. It's never even been like on the table where we're like, what should we do today? Because it's too far. Yeah, exactly. And just to drink wine. It's I more... like wine, but I don't. I wouldn't go seek it out like that. It's like it's more than an hour away from West <laughs> County, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Might as well just go to Columbia. Yeah. yeah. Hi, Tiger. I'll just get a couple of nice bottles. Come to the Breezeway. Me. <laughs> or anybody you're gonna get your own nice bottles and just get the chairs back out and try to sit down before the neighbors do and have a couple of bottles of wine that sounds horrible right. light some candles I, told, I, I was told they're on month to month leases so maybe they'll move out soon can you eat it sexy will be read in an upcoming HR meeting come on Ken Ned taught you better than this that's from glove blogger Tom Traven yeah well I will quit if Tim goes down the hall and I get up Yes, uh, Iggy, we're going to have to have a meeting. Uh, Tim has complained that you asked him to eat a banana. <laughs> Sexily, so... Sexily. You actually asked him to do that on the yeah, air. Yeah, you were in the middle of talking about Herman. Yeah, uh, no, I was talking about the organic. <laughs> oh, that's right, organic banana. Yeah. Can you eat it sexy and the man had his phone up? That's <laughs> what he wants. That's an HR violation, Ken. Ken. <laughs> Are you spicy wiener? Mm-hmm. <laughs> You can take the Amtrak to Herman. Easy peasy. That's from Hoosier Daddy. Yeah, I don't want to do that either. Uh, this weekend will be an all-timer for peak horniness on the Illinois Peninsula. 
Wet Women Everywhere. That's from Scott's Wrinkled Ballsack. What's going on why, on the peninsula Why this would week? this be such a The Missouri-Memphis game? That's all I could think of. Gets people going. wonder what's going on. I don't know. I've never been to this peninsula. I know. I didn't even know it existed. I didn't either. I wouldn't know how to get there. Maybe some kind of festival. What river, like what body of water is the peninsula of Mississippi? The old man, sure. huh? Okay. So yeah, like up Miss... near Alton Way? I, I just don't know. I, I would imagine. All right. That's where all those barges are at. Ken, why wouldn't you go month to month on your lease if your neighbors can? That's from Todd Reesing. Well, it's more expensive, and I don't believe they are paying for it. Yeah. Section 8, probably. It's a short Amtrak ride to Herman from Kirkwood. That's from Iggy's Medicare rep. That'd be the way to go, not drive back. Yeah, I do. That actually it. doesn't sound like a bad play. No, it's a fun thing. I do love a train. Love a train. That yeah. doesn't sound bad. It'd be a, a fun one. Well, that's good for family, or Saturday. that's good for uh, me oh, and the date, missus. Be a good date, place to go, or not not a single guy trip. No, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, for a family trip, it'd be it'd be fun to do that. Single guys go to the middle of Tennessee in the mountains. That's that's where. That's where the real That's guys true. go. That's true. That actually is true. But in St. Louis, they go to, where, Soulard? Yeah, I mean, are you talking a trip or, like, going out? Going out. Wheelhouse. Yeah. Wheelhouse. You can go. Wheelhouse South is City. still the place, huh? If you're, like, trying to, you know, oons, oons kind of mm. thing. Now, what in the world was, did that mean? You know, like, uh, the music, it's, like, a lot of bass. And this is where you dance oons, by yourself. Oons. I thought that was Tin Roof. Uh, that Tin Roof is where I was alleged to be dancing on at what age do you switch from wheelhouse to Napoli? That's an important question. <laughs> Mid thirties. Um, Mid th- like thirty five. That's, that's it. Is that right? Whenever you can so. afford the filler. <clears throat> I took the Amtrak to Herman in nineteen ninety two, and I banged a gal behind ice and fuel when we returned. Also, twelve bars. I would say for young people is a time to get laid. It's Great also call. a time to puke. Evidence is all over the village the day after. That's from uh, Steve, and he's in Wildwood. Twelve, 12 bars. Twelve bars. Yeah. What's that? Uh, 12 Bars of Charity. It's around the holiday season. Oh, it's a bar crawl? Kind of, yeah. You buy a ticket and you can get like a drink at each of these bars. They give you a little sweatshirt. It's just an excuse for the winter, which is usually a more dead time in terms of going out. Was it cuffing season? Uh, Big time, yeah. Yeah, right around November is cuffing season. And then people just eat a lot and sleep together? Store up fat for the winter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Usually. Like like the Eskimo people do? Right. Yeah. You right. just lie around with blubber. Blubber. Yeah, mm-hmm. you lie around, you eat with your significant other, and then the spring, the songbirds start to sing. And, yeah. uh, Here come the sundresses. Right. Nice. And the songbirds sing like they know the score. And I love you, I love you, I love you like never before. That's Christy McVie singing Songbird. That's how you get the women back to your place, isn't it? Good morning. Cuffing season's an excuse to be fat. Thanks. Well, I think so. Yeah. I don't know if it, yeah. It's tough. Jackson, Mississippi River on the west side, Illinois River on the east side. Google Calhoun County. It's a lot closer to St. Louis than one would think. That's from Scott's Wrinkled Ballsack, and apparently there's an orgy happening on this peninsula this weekend. So it's the Missouri River? Is that what he just said? No, the Illinois River. On the Mississippi River and the Illinois Mississippi River. Mississippi and Illinois, okay. Well, what's Illinois doing with a river? Keep it out of our place. <laughs> I had a first date at Napoli last week. I hadn't been seated for three minutes before they asked me to leave. Said they could sense the Jeffco on me. That's oh. in <laughs> You can't do that. They have a Napoli out in St. Charles, don't they? 
Yeah. Yeah. At the at Streets of St. Charles. Yeah. It's, it's, I think it's uh, known for fish. Bar. Is it Napoli 3, I think they call it? And the second one's what? In Italian country? I don't. I haven't seen the second one. My buddy Chris works there. Well, can he get us a free meal? No, he can probably get you a table. Guys, it's almost that time of the year when the bourbon snobs evolve into barbecue snobs. That's from the South City Hoosier mm. aficionado. No, they're one and the same. I feel. I, isn't bourbon? You go bourbon in the winter, barbecue in the summer. Am I wrong? I don't I think don't so. Know. I never do. Who's bourbon. barbecuing when it's so cold? I, out? I don't know. Most of the bourbons you see are in a snifter with the bottle and the feet up in the fireplace in the foreground. You can barbecue year-round, though. Yeah. It's tougher in the winter, I would say. If you have a grill, I think, if you got an electric grill or gas grill. I mean, if you're doing, like, Tim with the... Uh, Weber kettle. Weber kettle. I mean, in the wintertime, you don't want to take all that time to do your briquettes well, and light and wait. it depends on how cold it is. Yeah. Nowadays, winter here is 45 degrees, which is fine. Yeah, we can get working throughout the winter, Doug, and mm-hmm. keep, our, keep our indexes super yeah. low. Yeah. Oh, I'm a big fan of global warming. Huge, huge fan of it. Barbecue in the fall and bourbon in the winter. Thanks. No, I didn't know that. That's from Mud Puppy. That's, that's, that's a ridiculous rule. You barbecue whenever the hell you want to. And you have bourbon whenever the hell you want. You don't look at the calendar. Whoops, can't have any bourbon. Oh, it's only April. Nobody does that. I made chili in July. You can't a chili. No, that's a comfort food for winter. Well, you're a rule No, breaker. I wanted a bowl of chili, so I made some chili. Sure. If you go to Napoli, you have to back your Ford Taurus into the front spots to let them know a radio man is there. <laughs> Some club vlogger, Tom Trey. A <laughs> radio man. Ford Taurus. I'm sure none of us have, a, have a trouble getting a table there. <laughs> is there any restaurant in St. Louis you'd have a trouble getting a table at? Like, outside of like a week in advance? Yeah, Charcoal House. You're no. telling me I couldn't walk into Charcoal House at 7 p.m. tonight and get a table? I bet you No. Could. You probably need to Because it's well, closing. Yeah, they already served the uh, right. 4.30 special. Okay, yeah. At Billy G's, if you don't have a reservation, you could wait there an hour and a half or so. Right, right. It's but it would be a long time. wait. But is there anywhere that's like, no, we're not going to seat you tonight? If they can smell the Jefferson County on you. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. It depends. If it's weekdays, there's most places you really don't need a reservation. But No, I wouldn't think. There's a lot of places on weekend. If you don't have a reservation, you're probably not getting in for three right. hours. If you just decide it. 6.30 on Saturday night, you're going to want to go eat out somewhere. Good luck with that. Good morning. There's a community wife swap Sunday afternoon at the foot of the Robert Wadlow statue in Alton. Please mention it's a Madison Hedgecock. Oh, like a community bulletin board? Yeah, put it on the cork board. The Alton Giant. Have you so seen that statue? This, that's what this thing is? It's going to be uh, a wife swap thing? Yeah, it must be Robert Wadlow was into swinging. Yeah, it's a nice little statue. No, I didn't. I used to have one of his shoes. Good morning. Uh, Louis on Demun is a tough table to get. That's from the reluctant cock. Doug, is that because Drake ate there? I don't know why. I think it's a small place, like a smaller place. I, I haven't dined there. No, I heard I nothing either. but good things. Yeah, my yeah. wife's been there with her friends a couple different times. And raves about it. Hell, I don't know. I'm yeah. a simple man, Doug. Me too. I'm a meat and potatoes guy. Yeah, hey, let's have Tim over and have some meat and potatoes. Yeah. Just plop the potatoes down on there. <laughs> Just ground beef. Just right. a chunk of meat. Could be spam for all you care. <laughs> That's all I need. I'm a meat and potatoes guy. O&O, Indo, Louie, Wright's Tavern. Good luck, pal. You better open wide. That's from the recovering alcoholic mm. from Belleville and Webster Grove. Right. Like, I, I understand there's probably some restaurants out there. Or, like, day of, you probably can't. But, like, three days in advance, if you called and made the reservation, would you have trouble? 
I don't know. Wright's Tavern is tough to get a table. It's filler central over there. Make sure you post it on the gram. That's from Gummy. Wright's Tavern? Yeah, it used to be Divide. where Il Fratellini, if, if, was it E. Fratellini, I. Fratellini, I don't Il know Fratellini, what that is either. Wydown. You're a Wydown guy. I don't hang out in Clayton. I've got too much South County on me. Hey, Jimmy Lipsis used to live right up on Wydown. <laughs> oh, did Lipsis live there? Yeah, he was there all the time. <laughs> Big house? He used to go past that... At uh, cleaners, it says martinizing. I don't even know what martinizing Mar- is. Marquard cleaners? Yeah, martinizing. Well, on Delmar there? So that's where Wright's Tavern is, and apparently they have you get filler there? <laughs> well. They do it with the appetizers. And you post yeah. it on your Instagram? Probably a revenue generator for them. <laughs> but you don't want to go into a bar and have people shooting filler into your face, do you? <laughs> <laughs> Right, ta- Wright's Tavern books up resis by like 12.30 a.m. on the first of the month. Wow. That's from really? Juan from PP Crew. I, I stand corrected. I haven't even heard of the place. I stand corrected. Didn't caller Adam call in once and give us his review of that? I feel like he did. Wright's Tavern. And then Iggy said the, the Sheik of Wydown, and that's that's what got that going. <clears throat> Lipsitz was the Sheik of Wydown? Well, I think he was talking about like the... Actually lived off of Arundel, which is off of Wydown. Okay. Sounds like a big fancy house. Yeah, it was pretty nice. Yeah, those are big homes in there. Old money. Spent many weekends there. Well, his dad was a doctor. Oh. He was the, the greatest man I ever met, Ellis Lipsitz. And you ask him, Doc, what kind of doctor you are? And he takes his hands and goes, Breast doctor. <laughs> oh, God. Guys, Wright's Tavern opens up next month's reservations at midnight on the last day of the month. People time it, and they are gone within minutes. That's from Peggy's husband. Really? All right, yeah. Why am I just now hearing about this? The Botox and beet salad's legit. Oh, <laughs> damn. <laughs> I'd never order a beet salad, especially if it had Botox in it. <laughs> Jackson, worry about your 7-iron. Sato and Indo are the kings of St. Louis. Doug, is that how you pronounce it? I know it's in. I've dined at Indo about a month and a half ago. Is that I, when I went? It's too fancy for me. I is this a, it's a sushi restaurant. That's not all sushi. But uh, it's, it was very good. I live right next to Sato. Oh, brother. It's on the hill. It's Elitism not... is just off the charts today. The same person who owns Indo owns, Doug, do you say Sato? I don't say either one because I don't know where they are. I hear Sado is awesome, too. I have not had a chance to go there yet, even though I live walking distance from it. Guys, I got a BBL at the Villaggio last month. Cosmetic procedures at St. Louis watering holes is nothing new. That's from Mr. Nibbles. I think it is. That would be so wild to walk into the village bar and someone's getting a BBL. <laughs> like, what, on the bar, I guess? Like, lying down? Yeah. And what is a BBL? They take the fat from your gut and they inject it into your ass? Am I right? A Brazilian butt lift. I think that's right. Oh, uh-huh. It's, they're certainly transferring. I think Ella Reese got one done recently. Why would you want fat put in your buttocks? I don't know why you don't walk around. It looks like you're trying to hide a couple of hams in your back. Oh. It, yeah. It, uh, a Brazilian butt lift is a specialized fat transfer procedure that augments the size and shapes of the buttocks without implants. Excessive fat is removed from the hips, abdomen, lower back, or thighs with liposuction, and a portion of this fat is then strategically injected into the buttocks. Oh. Also, the lower back, you want back fat? Yeah, just slide it down. Isn't that one of our textures, Afton back fat? <laughs> Gosh, I can't go there with you. I just don't get it. Can you source the fat? Can you be like, I want the fat to be I want from Bill's fat. Yeah. Right. I could see getting the fat taken out completely, but not put back in somewhere else. Well, Did that all start with Kardashian? Yes. Yeah. 
Nick Bogdar might be as cool as Tim. He's the owner of Sato and Indo. That's from Mr. Siders. Yeah. Ours is the type of show where listeners complain about not taking a break. Can you imagine? Are we ever taking a break? It's from the 636. Who's we? Yeah. I Other guess. people are concerned? People Thanks, at home Jackson. are saying, please take a break so I can do something? Thanks, Jackson. That's my pet peeve. Quit saying what we. is your pet peeve? Yeah, quit saying we. Are we going to take a break? I don't believe you work here. Huh. Could be the, from the Plowhawk. If the listeners are begging <laughs> us to take a yeah. break, it's probably a bad sign. I got to call Jackson out on this iron play. If you're hitting seven iron, 135, and shooting in the 70s, you're either playing the ladies' tees or Mickey Mouse golf courses. It's from Harrison's Brother Master. Well, First of all, I have multiple things I'm going to address here with Harrison's Brother Master because he's being... Uh, this is an example of being judgmental and not curious. Shout out to Ted Lasso. That was Ted Lasso right there, the dart scene. Remember that, right. the dart scene? Yeah, I, I hit it about yeah, 155, the seven iron, which honestly is not as far as I'd like to hit it, but it's called managing the golf course. So if you know you hit it 155, you check your pride at the door and you hit it. Mm-hmm. And so, no, I played yesterday, played from the Blue Tees. Oh, where'd you play, Bill? Far Oaks. And you shot 81? 82. 82. Missed a short putt on 16. I would have given it to you, but, uh, yeah, 82. That's right. I watched that. Yeah. So There's a lot of people who aren't big hitters that still score very well. If you know how to manage the golf course, you can... Chipping and putting, Jack. Get around some issues. You don't need to hit the ball hard. Chip and putt. Right. Distance with a 7-iron does not... uh, That's not the only decider in what your score is. No. So a lot of people can have their opinions on it if they want to... You know, take their chance on the course with me. I'm more than happy to. Do you welcome people's opinion on the length of your seven iron? Sure, they can have their opinion. They're very much entitled to it. There are guys who are passionate about it on Balloon Party, which is really <laughs> surprising to me. Yeah, well, like I said, a lot of people be out there being judgmental and not curious. And I think this world would be a better place if more people were curious. Think about that. Huh. My baby mama had a BBL performed by Dr. Miami two years ago. They sucked the fat from her love handles and lower back. Then they placed it in her butt cheeks. Thanks. That's MJ from the wealthy part of North City. I don't get it. I don't get it. Suck out the fat, I get it. Put it back in, uh, you lost me there. That's what you try not to have, isn't it? You work out, you eat right, so you don't have fat. But uh, some gentlemen in 2023 are particularly attracted to the larger asses. Uh, So it's back like in the 1980s with breast... And now it's ass. Yeah, I just can't go there with you. I can't get into that one. You play Farrow's quite a bit, don't you, Jackson? Uh, it's been a minute since I've been out there. But, uh, yeah, I'd probably play as many rounds there as I do anywhere else. Great golf course. I love it. I bet you hit your 7-iron 155 when you thin the crap out of it. That's from Mr. Siders. Why do you hit it so thin? No, when I hit it on the screws, it goes a little further than 155. About that big, yeah. But it sounds like you you usually hit it thin. Mm, I don't. I was ball striking pretty well yesterday. Oh, yeah. What caused you to shoot eighty two? Uh, avoiding penalty strokes. I've done better than any other year my my golfing career this year. Uh, avoiding penalty strokes, keeping the ball in play. And if you do that, man, it drops your, your score. Man, yeah, take double out of play. Maybe a pepper a birdie in here or there. Yeah, it really is. Uh, if you can avoid penalty strokes. Stroke, uh, make sure every stroke you take on the golf course is one that you actually hit the ball on. Don't give them free Think strokes. Think about that. Don't give you them actually hit the ball, yeah. Really make a difference. 
What's the yardage from the blue tees at Far Oaks? Harrison's brother master wants to know. I think it was 64, 6400. So not crazy long by any means, but no. You know, not also but good for a, a, a short hitter like yourself. I, I mean, yeah, right. Have you been injured or something? No. I do have the twisted femur thing, but I don't let that stop me. Oh, yeah. I guess we should break since it's 8.50 and we're still in the Munganass St. Louis Hack. Okay. We're all tied at 7 o'clock hour. No, if you want to. What do we have coming up? Balloon party? I got a sound story at 11.30. Yeah. Shooting some uh, video commercials for sound story after oh, that. Oh, are you? Yeah. I'm sure the, my war gerbil hoodie will look good for those video commercials. Sure it will. You need yeah. me in it? You want to be? Yeah. Hi, I'm Ken Strode. I don't do sound stories, but let me tell you about them. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, we'll, Doug, we'll break. We'll close it out. Is this a new record? Uh, yeah, it was 48, Eight, I think. 850? Yeah. Yes, we got yeah. it. We okay. did it. We said we'd set records today. Well, someday maybe we can go all three hours without taking a break. No, we could. We're only an hour away from that. Dear yeah. dream. All right, uh, we'll wrap up the Munganass St. Louis Acura Alton Toyota 7 o'clock hour. This is the Ryan Kelly Morning After.